Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side. Keep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day. It will brighten all the way if you keep on the sunny side of life. Hey, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to watch this cabin talk on living a life for prayer. It's so important that you understand um, the different aspects of prayer. One of the most important ones is intercession. Intercession really is not, it's kind of a big word for what you probably think about prayer for the most part, which is you intercede, you pray, you go to God for somebody. Or when you ask someone to pray for you, would you please go to God for me. You know, you are uniquely placed in your family or in your friend group or wherever you might be to be a priest for that group of people. If you are a child of God, you are a person who can, without saying anything, you can pray for them. Sometimes they'll ask you to. You know, the Bible says that the moment you gave your life to Jesus, when you turned, you became a part of a nation of priests that transcends race and border, and nationality, and politics, and all those things across the centuries. Unlike any other group, you have a higher allegiance, and that's to Jesus. And you can pray to him. As a matter of fact, First uh, Peter 2, 9 says, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood. You're a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And you are a person, you offer spiritual sacrifices as his priest by praying for other people. And you are qualified because of this to be uh, an intercessor, but you're also um, called. And this is hard to keep in mind because I know for me, it's easy to worry more than we intercede. As a matter of fact, it's easy to criticize rather than seeing our discernment as God's way to hone our prayer life. You see, when you see somebody messing up or somebody doing something wrong, you can feel superior to criticize them. But really, if God showed you that, if God gave you the light to see that, that's his invitation. Pray for them. Pray for them. You know, I know it's easier to complain than it is to pray, to intercede for people. And so that's why intercession because it's hard for us to keep us in focus. It takes intention. You have to not wait until you're knocked to your knees or your family's falling apart or something terrible happens in your life to pray. Now, it's better to pray then than not at all, but you need to, to remember that you need to be intentional to set time to do this, to make place for this in your life. Secondly, you need intercession takes intervention. I don't always know how to pray, but the Bible says that even when you don't know how to pray, uh, Romans 8.25 says, but we hope, but if we have hope for what we do not see, we persevere and we wait eagerly for it. In the same way, the Spirit also helps our weaknesses, for we do not know how to pray as we should, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. 
And here's what he does. And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. You know what that means? You don't even know what God's will is. But you begin to pray and the Holy Spirit will guide you in your prayer. And no matter what happens, he's going to get you to that place where you are you are um, praying for God's will. The other thing is not only does it take intention and intervention, but it also takes time. You know, Jesus set aside, he made a specific place for time to intercede. Luke 6, 12 says, it was at this time that he went off to the mountain to pray and he spent the whole night in prayer to God. And then intercession not only takes time, but it takes trust. You have to trust that as you pray, your great high priest, Jesus, will hear you and you have confidence that you can come before him. Hebrews 4.14 says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we, yet without sin. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. You know what? In the Old Testament, they had the high priest and the other priest would um, bring offerings. But the high priest was the one who brought the atonement and brought the, you know, acted and went into the Holy of Holies uh, and acted in that way to intercede for the people. Now, we as priests, we come through Jesus who is our entrance, who is our propitiation. And though, therefore, we can come boldly before the throne of grace. And so you need to have trust in intercession, that God will hear you. And then intercession takes practice. Colossians 4.2 says, Devote yourself to prayer, keeping alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving, praying at the same time for us as well, that God will open up a door for the word so that we may speak the mystery of Christ for whom we have been prison, that I may make clear the way I ought to speak. You know what he says? He says, be devoted to it. it. Takes practice. Be devoted. You know, the things that you're devoted to, whether it's music or sports or whatever, you, you practice, you do things. It affects your life. And then Paul not only says you need to practice it, but you need to also do it for me. It's very personal. Pray for me. You know, how can you practice this week? Well, pray for one another. Pray for people. That's important. Maybe you have a prayer list. Maybe you take 10 minutes or 20 minutes a day just to pray about specific things. Second thing is pray with one another. In other words, when people tell you about a prayer need, um, maybe they say, please pray for me. Pray for them right then. Such a blessing in that. I don't know about you, but I'm easy to forget. And I don't want... I'll pray for you to just become a colloquialism. So today, your practice would be pray for one another. That would include me. And then pray with one another as the need arises. And this week, keep in mind, as we head into the Christmas season, we're going to be starting a series of messages on how God loves. How God loves. And it's really going to be out of John 3.16, a verse that you know well. But it's very, very important, powerful stuff. And this week, I really hope that you'll come. I pray that you'll come. And I'll pray that you bring people. 
Remember, there are many, many people that will be open to come to church with you as we enter into this season. So let's look forward to it together. God bless you.